Fritz, welcome to the Leadership Dynamics Podcast. We're excited to bring you the tools and resources used by dynamic, high-performing leaders to communicate effectively, grow their influence, and take their companies to the next level. Let's dive in. Welcome to another episode of Leadership Dynamics. Welcome to 2022, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. So here's where we're at. The last several episodes, we've been reading paragraphs and descriptions of tools. Mm -hmm. So today we're going to do something a little different. And we're going to talk about something that actually is right on our website. About creating leadership alignment before your culture suffers. And we're just gonna we're just gonna dive into that a little bit. We're not gonna go too deep, but we're gonna dive into the importance of alignment, the importance of culture, and why we need to bridge those gaps as leaders. Yeah. This is this is a big one and what we've been receiving requests on lately is, you know, how do how do we fix what's going on? If that's the like the blanketed question of retention and happiness within the workforce, because everybody's going through something right now. Growing changes, um, you know, people are having to kind of regroup and figure out how they're going to tackle twenty two, because right. twenty was a blur. Yeah. <laughs> um, twenty one was. Figuring it out. Yeah. I, well, 21 was like, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Figuring it out, recovering, and making steps forward. The one thing that, that I know I can speak to for sure is the the incredible stick to that true entrepreneurs have when it comes to businesses, number one. Number two... Um, it's interesting to see high-level C-suite CEOs finally realize that they're not the only answer. Or, <laughs> or they're thinking, why is everybody leaving? And that, again, goes back to the question that we're asked right now is how, how do we do this year? How well, do we help? It, it, at the top of the show, I said it leadership alignment because everything starts at the top Mm -hmm. so if you do not have your c-suite leadership aligned with the vision the goal the purpose the strategies all of that then that trickles down into a very disorganized culture a culture that doesn't know what's going on a culture that's more disengaged than ever before, a culture that doesn't feel heard, a culture that doesn't feel worthy, a culture that doesn't feel like they're enough. Mm-hmm. And then we have what we currently have been experiencing for the last several weeks, if not months, of mass exodus. Yeah. Because cultures are suffering. So it's easy to sit around the conference table and point fingers and look at all the problems, beat the hell out of the problems and come up with these surface solutions when we should be looking at the end game 
which is having an unbelievable culture, put the focus on the culture, Mm -hmm. reverse engineer that, because that's what I like to do. Reverse engineer that and then figure out what are the steps that we take to get to having the culture. It's like, I'm not digressing here, but it's like going to the gym and working out, okay? If you're just going to work out and you don't have a goal, then I'm really not interested in doing it. If it's just to be healthy or just to be physically fit, it's not going to last. But if it's because I want to be 235 pounds and I want to be 7.5% body fat and I want to have, you know, if I have distinct goals that I can measure towards, then the process of going to the gym every day is about getting to that goal. It's not the goal of getting to the gym. Does that make sense? It totally does to me. And in business, with the cultures right now and the alignment issue, that's where we're falling short. Mm-hmm. The, the alignment, one of the bigger issues in alignment I feel right now, based on what we read all the time, is the goal and the vision, and there's a misalignment in the communication gap on how to get there. Right. And the culture is suffering. Yeah. When you were, when you were talking about those C-suite executives, all I could think of was the executive that used to be able to have or rule with an iron fist, you know, do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Backed into a corner, fear was the driver for Mm -hmm. people that, you know, we, well, I don't want to get fired. So, okay, well, the tables have turned a bit for those executives who are used to serving in that way now the relationship and your influence is so much more important than your than your power or your status of where you sit so what people are realizing that are middle management and that are you know maybe at that entry level piece of business is that they want to be seen they want to be heard and understood and they also realize that they're a valuable counterpart to making a company run Mm-hmm. So they are willing to now walk away knowing that I will be appreciated in other spaces by different cultures because people leave the people, not the business. Right. And the and right now when you put your thumb on the on what's being said out there, it's all about the money. It's about the paycheck. It's about this company has this signing bonus and I'm going to make this much money an hour at this company yeah. as opposed to that company. Yeah. But when it really boils down to it, yep. the money is just the excuse they're giving those companies to leave. But ultimately, if they had a culture where they felt welcome and they felt like they mattered, they'd probably stay because, yes, money's important, but most people have figured out how to live on what they're in. Yes, and when the culture gets messed up, they don't want to be a part of that anymore because they spend 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 hours a day there. Mm-hmm. And if it's not fun and it's a stressor, yeah, they're going to look at the grass on the other side of the fence and go, yeah. is it really greener? And yeah. do I take a chance and jump the fence? Right. 
I think too what because of a, an article that we read recently, um, I will actually reference it. It's called "To Master the Soft Side of or Organizational Life: A New Leadership Model Is Required." And in this, they talk about the online meeting piece. Yeah. So when you were speaking about, you know, it's it's a level playing field that money is important, but we learn to live in what we have, yep. right? So now that this veil has been lifted, and your what's interesting, and I think it's funny, is that these these high level people that we in the past people have put on pedestals as they must be super successful and everything in their life is perfect right now that you have an online meetings where these highly influential people are falling off the rails just like everybody else because, yeah, because you know their the kids, kids are, are barging in the dogs are jumping <laughs> dogs onto are the barking lab. you yep. know the yep. garbage man's pounding on the door but the phone that, is ringing but what that does is it shows the human side yes. there's a human connection yeah. now that so many of these employees are feeling because yep. they're getting to see mm-hmm. and that needs to that needs to stay that needs to be part of the new leadership model yeah. moving forward because we are not robots no. and nothing can be robotic. No. So we have to have that connection. We thrive connection. And when we call again, culture, the big piece in culture is that connection piece. And that's what I, that's mm-hmm. why people are exiting. They don't feel that connection yep. anymore. Yep. It's funny you should say that because in the and article. empathy too is very exactly. important. Yeah, I was going to say that earlier too. The need for a quality human connection and social cohesion in our organizations has never been stronger. So th- it's so important to have that kind of alignment that it's not, you know, it's not just in the office. Right. It's at home because you're you're taking these calls and you know everybody has learned if 2020 taught us anything the year that we all want to forget is how we can do life wherever we are because of these computers that we carry in our pockets. Yes. So yes. so how do we continually show up in a positive, strong, effective, influential way is by making sure that that social cohesion and your culture alignment is exactly where you need it to be, which means, back to your point on empathy, empathy is not... You know, it, it's it's not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I've totally lost the word I'm looking for. <laughs> well, it's, it's not compassion. It's different. Right. It's separate from compassion. Empathy is, empathy is really hearing that other person and feeling where they're at mm-hmm. and trying to really totally understand. Yes, without judgment. Without judgment. Yep. No judgment zone where they're at mm-hmm. so that you can honestly be vulnerable with them and help them. And vulnerability yeah. is not a weakness. I'm so, I get so tired of reading some of these articles and some of the social media posts, call it crap, um, where people refer to vulnerability as a weakness. Mm-hmm. And it's not. Mm-hmm. It is so. It is so powerful and shows so much strength of character integrity. Yes. When you can be vulnerable with people. Stop sympathizing. Yeah, sympathizing. That's what I was looking for. There you go. Stop sympathizing with people and don't tell people. My mind was at. Don't tell people that. Oh, I sympathize with you. That's just such a. What does that mean? That's it's. 
it, it's a, almost a shaming statement. Yeah. But like I Fritz mean, was saying, when you it, have empathy, you're, you're actually truly seeing it from where they're sitting and understanding right. how they and that's, show up. And that's, the, that's what I was trying to get at before. I was obviously in the wrong term also. No, you're just a creative mind, that's all. The sympathy and the empathy. <laughs> there is a difference between sympathy and empathy, yes. but they often, they often get put parallel, yeah. and they're not. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this is, we're, we're real people too, and we get our words mis- mixed up, but you guys know what we're talking about. But in here, um, in this article, there was one thing that Fritz pointed out to me the other day, and we just kind of sat and thought about how powerful the statement is. And it says, informal relationship patterns within their organizations have a dramatic effect on result, which is why birds in flight manage to alter course without bumping into one another. Relationships and collaboration are primarily a matter of principles and process and not personality and content. Yeah, so if you were to flock your organization out in the parking lot, clear all the cars out, go out into the parking lot, take your core leadership team, your C-suite team, and now lead and run around the parking lot and everybody has to stay in formation and as you juke right and juke left and make a hard stop and do a button hook i know i'm talking football terms i love it keep talking football as you as you start running these routes how many people are going to be bumping into each other and if they're bumping into each other then just be honest and take a really good look at your business because your business is a living breathing organism and your culture is so much more than just the word. It's so much more than just the people. And there are so many tools and resources to find true, true core understanding of how to move forward and be such a liberating leader that you have an organization that thrives. It has a succession plan in place you know, you don't have to worry about going and how are we going to hire this person or how are we going to find this, but people will flock. People will just line up at the door because now you've developed a culture, a leadership team, and a business that everybody wants to follow, and now nobody's leaving. Exactly. Which saves you how much money? Tons. Tons. Millions. Because it's millions of dollars in turnover costs a year. So... Yeah, and I would say, you know, with with not only keeping those who are there, getting excited about that, but really truly welcoming the new people that you have coming onto your team. Because it, as you work through your own alignment within your organization, you're going to be less likely to go to, you know, the, the gossip and um, that toxicity that can run through an organization that can kill it. Right. If, yep. you're, if you don't have a, a good, solid, healthy foundation. And we have a tool called called Go to the Source yes. for just that piece. Exactly. Yep. Keep it to one and two. Never involve number three unless number three is going to be a good firewall to bring it back to number one and say, hey, I think you should go to the source. Yep. That's all creating that alignment within your culture and a place where people never want to leave. Exactly. All right. Well... 
I hope you had safe holidays. I hope 2022 yeah. is going to be the rocking year for you. Let us know what your first quarter is going to be like. We'd love to yeah. hear you. So we will see you guys next episode. Thank you so much, and we love you. Thanks for listening. We hope this episode provided you with valuable insights and actionable steps as you grow in your leadership journey. For more information on this topic or other leadership tools and resources, visit our website at rewireddynamics.com.